This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Hope everyone is well. I'd like to wish a mazdov to Rabbi Mr. Ramzipper on the bar mitzvah of their grandson. They see much nachas on this grandson and from all of their grandchildren and their children. This week's parasha, parasha is by midway, the beginning of a new sefer. The Torah teaches us, tells us, discusses very interesting phenomenon in B'nai Yisrael's history. The Torah teaches us and reflects a time where Kodesh Baruch Hu counts the B'nai Yisrael. Kodesh Baruch Hu counts the B'nai Yisrael. Kodesh Baruch Hu wants to know how many Jews are here. Rashi comments from the Medrash to show how much he loves us. So Hashem goes and counts the B'nai Yisrael. The question is, what are we to take away from this? What does this mean to us? How does this change our life? That Kodesh Baruch Hu counts the B'nai Yisrael. And then further in the parish, the Torah tells us how the Bnei Yisrael were to travel in the Midbar, how they were encamped, how they were situated around the Mishkan, around the, the how they traveled and that they had their own flags. What is the lesson? What are we to take away from that bit of a historic information? How does that change our life today? We were so many years from that storyline. What is that to teach us in our current life? And thirdly, we, as we all know, Parshas Bamidra is almost always read, not always read, the Shabbos before, before Shavuos, which means the lessons and the concepts found in this week's Parsha are here to teach us something about Shavuos. What is the message, the lesson of the counting? What is the lesson of the flags and the encampment? And thirdly, how does that connect to the Amtav of Shavuos? So the Nesim Shalom, the great Salam Rebbe, points out that the idea of the flags and the ideas of the encampment taught the Bnei Yisrael what their role was. Everyone knows you go outside and you see someone dressed in a certain outfit. It just tells us who they are. A police officer is distinct in how he looks. A firefighter looks the way they look. An EMS looks the way they look. Everyone has a distinct dress code. And that dress code is indicative of their role of their job. When someone needs a police officer, they don't call an EMT. Because everyone has to know their job and their specific role. Says the Nesiva Shalom, the purpose of the encampment and the purposes of the flags was for each Jewish group to know what their role is and not try to do someone else's job. One of the biggest problems we have in life is we're always trying to be someone else. We want to live someone else's life. We want to do someone else's tafkid. The Bnei Yisrael taught us and we need to learn. We need to ask ourselves, what is our role? What is our purpose? What is our uniform? What is our flag? What are we supposed to be doing? What is our calling in this world? And in Christ, well, we have many different roles, there are needs for so many different people. And this is specifically relevant to the Yom Tov of Shavuos. We have the Loim Day Torah, we have a group of people that learn the Torah. And we have a group of people that are Machzik the Torah. They support the Torah financially. And I would say we have a third group of people, predominantly the women, who help and encourage their children, their husbands, their sons to go out and learn, encourage them, in allowing them to have more free time to learn and they take care of more of the family burden. These are all different roles. And we have to understand, very often, we can cross lines. You can have someone who learns Torah and supports Torah, of course. But sometimes you have to ask yourself, where's my role? What am I doing? Where do I stand in this great, great army of HaKadosh Baruch Hu? What am I doing? What's my role? Am I alignment? Am I learning the Torah? Am I supporting the Torah? Am I enabling others to learn Torah? But we have to realize what team we're on. You have to know what's your stripes and colors, what's your uniform, what's your degel, what's your flag. And very often people don't get clear what their roles are. 
the famous Reichman family from Toronto, the, the head of the family, we all know was a wealthy man. He once came to Reb Steinman. And he said to Reb Steinman, I Baruch Hashem have enough money to support myself, my children, my grandchildren, many, many diaries. I want to stop working. And I want to learn full time. And Reb Steinman said, no. Your tafkir achayim is to be a supporter of Torah. Again, it doesn't mean you don't have to learn Torah, but your job is to support Torah. Hashem doesn't want you learning full-time. Hashem wants you. You have the ability to make Baruch Hashem a significant amount of money and help the world. That's your job. Obviously, Reb Steinman can only say such a thing. But it brings home the message. We have to ask ourselves, where do I fit in? Because everyone has to fit in. Everyone needs to be on the team of Torah, on the team of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And you have to ask yourself, where do I fit in? Am I learning enough Torah? Am I supporting it? Am I helping others learn Torah? Am I creating an environment that makes Torah a precedent? Am I creating an environment that others can learn? And that's really why we read this before Shavuos. As we realize this idea that we all have a role to play, we have to take a step back before Shavuos. And ask ourselves, where do I fit in? Am I on the sidelines? Am I not on a team? Am I not even in the game? I'm not even playing. I'm merely a bystander in the stands in the nosebleed section watching everyone else. And that's a very sad realization. Because everyone knows it's not the same to be a bystander as it is to be actively playing the game. We all want to be connected to Torah and there's different outlets of how we can connect to Torah. We can all learn the Torah, study the Torah, teach the Torah, spread Torah, support Torah financially, support Torah in your home, support Torah with your children, grandchildren, and allow them to learn more. That's all a fulfillment of supporting Torah. It's not only about writing a check. Sometimes when you show up to a shir, you're doing more than writing a check because they need to have people in a room. It shouldn't be empty. When you, when you attend a shir, you listen to a shir, you're part of something, that's all supporting Torah. So that's the first lesson we have to ask ourselves. Where do I stand in the grand scheme of this world? Where do I fit in? What's my role? Am I doing someone else's role and I should be doing my role? Should I be more active instead of more passive? Should I be learning more instead of watching others learn? And that's why we read this parasha before Shavuos. But there's another idea as well. The idea of counting represents individuality. We have to ask ourselves, where do I, my personal, my strengths, where do I fit into the grand scheme of this world? Yes, I'm on the team of supporting Torah. I'm on the team of learning Torah. But more than that, am I using me as an individual, my skills given to me by Kaddish Baruch Hu? When Hashem counted the Bnei Yisrael, He made all of us realize that we're individuals. We're not just one big number. We're not just Klal Yisrael. We're one, two, three. We have individuality. We're specific. We're unique. Hashem made all of us special, detailed, tailor-made for us. With our shortcomings... And with our many, many, many milas that we all have. And that's what we have to remind ourselves as we read this week's parish. The counting of the Bnei Yisrael represents the individuality that Hashem gave to all of us. And we all have special talents, special abilities and capabilities. And we have to realize and be grateful for what we are and what we have. And Raftali Amsterdam was one of the prized students of Rabbi Yisrael Salanter. And he once said to Rabbi Yisrael Salanter, you know, I wish I had the head of the Shagasariya. One of the great Gedolim. And I said, I wish, he said, I wish I had the heart of the Yisrael V'shari Shavoyda. Another great Gadol. And he said, Rebbe, and I wish I had the mind of you. Then I could serve Hashem properly. And Ibn Salanta said to his students something that we all need to remind ourselves. Hashem doesn't want you having his mind. Hashem doesn't want you having his heart. Hashem doesn't want you having his brains. You know what Hashem wants? Rabbi Salanta told the student, Hashem wants you to serve Him with your head, 
with your brains, with your heart, and with your mind. Hashem doesn't want us being someone else. The same way Hashem wants to make sure we're on the right team. Hashem wants to know we are appreciating our individuality and we're serving Him with the talents He gave us specifically. Not looking about Yenem. Not seeing what other people are doing. Serve Him with the talents that we have. That's an essential lesson that we can live with today from this week's parish. And it's so apropos as we come to Kabbalah Satayra. We have to ask ourselves, where do I fit into Kala Yisrael? Am I using my talents? Am I using all my capabilities? Or am I complaining that I'm not like the other guy? I'm not like my neighbor. I can't do as much as my neighbor. I can't cook as much as they do. I can't shop like they do. I can't do anything that they... I, I can't be like them. That's because Hashem doesn't want you to be like them. He wants you to be like you. He wants you to see how you, with the koiches that He gave you, how do you get ready for Yom Tif? How do you prepare for Yom Tif? How do you raise your children? How do you balance the hecticness of life? Hashem doesn't care what the other person does. It's irrelevant. He wants to know what you're going to do. How are you going to handle a three-day Yom Tif? How are you going to handle when the kids are off in the beginning of a three-day Yom Tif? doesn't matter what's going on by someone else. But I believe there's another very essential message, very apropos for the Yom Tov of Shuas. When Hashem counts us, Rashi tells us it's because He loves us. We have to remind ourselves that we are special. Rabbi Yaakov Emden used to say, Jews have to walk around with what he calls a gava de kedusha. Don't look, our, don't look down on the other nations that we're better than them. Oh, we're smarter, we have better jobs. No, we're better because we are the chosen children of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We say it every morning, He chose us from all the nations. We have to remind ourselves. We are a chosen people. And as that, we have to act differently. It's incumbent upon us to act differently. Because we were chosen and we are the children of God, so to say, it requires us not to look down at everyone else. It requires us to behave so much better than everyone else. We need to make sure that we're doing things that look like children of a king. And this is when Klai Yisrael became so beloved, when we accepted the Torah, when we became the Amanivcha with Hashem Bachar Barnami Amim, with Nasev and Ishma, we developed an amazing relationship with HaKadosh Baruch we became His chosen people. And this is at the exact same time as when the Goyim started to hate us, because we were the chosen nation via the Torah. We can't lose sight of that. We don't want, again, like Yaakov Endon said, it's not Gaiva for the sake of Gaiva, it's Gaiva de Kedusha. We can't do the things the Goyim do because we're better than that. The same way Lahavdil, a child of a king, knows there's certain things they can't do, we need to realize there's certain things we just can't do because we're better than that. We're not like the rest of the world. And that's the Yom Tov of Shavuos. That's when we became. That's when we got to this level of being the chosen people of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Goyim have always made fun of us for being the, so to say, chosen people. But we need to realize it's a responsibility. It's a schos. But any time you have a real schuss, it always carries an amazing responsibility. I heard a fascinating story this week. There was a fellow who was very sickly, very sick, very late stage cancer. He was in the hospital. The doctor basically told him, this is it, this is the final, uh, final report. There is absolutely no chance. Based on my medical information, based on your tests, based on what I see, there is no chance you're going to get better. This is it. You should now go call your family, say your last goodbyes. This is it, finished. So you can imagine the patient listening to this from his doctor. He accepts whatever his doctor says. And all of a sudden, there's a, another doctor, an Indian doctor, that was treating another patient. And he overhears the conversation. And he comes over to the Jewish man, a religious Jew, Talmud Chacham, he says to him, I want you to know, don't listen to a word that doctor just said. 
said, I want you to know you people are the chosen ones. You are the children of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And the doctor, the Indian doctor said, I'm telling you, your bodies work differently. You guys don't fit into the typical medical books. You don't work the way it says, the way we were taught and trained. You are different people. Don't listen to that doctor. And Kachavik, this fellow actually did have an amazing recovery and lived a little longer, didn't live forever. He still was very sick, but he lived a few more months from this original diagnosis. We have to remind ourselves. We say it every morning, Hashem chose us. We're special, we're children of the king. How, what, when, when we got the Torah, when we stood at our Sinai, Kabbalah's Torah, which is coming in a few, few, few hours, a few day, a day, a couple of hours, we have to remind ourselves we are different. We can't allow ourselves to be like the guy. We can't do the same things they do. It's unacceptable for us because we're beloved by Kaddish Baruch. So as we read Parshish by Midbar leading up to the Yomtev Shush, we have to remind ourselves, we have to ask ourselves, where do I fit? What role do I play? What team am I on? And am I using my individual kaiches? And do I appreciate what it means to be a Ben or a Bas Torah? What does it mean to be a child of HaKadosh Baruch Hu? The privilege and the schus that it carries. Mr. Shem, we should take this week's Parsha to heart as we prepare for the Yom Tov Shavuos. We should be Zaycha to some of the greatest, greatest things that happen on Shavuos. We know it's a well-known story that a fellow who was very sick met with Rebbe Yashiv a few days before Shavuos. And Rebbe Yashiv told him something amazing. Rebbe Yashiv told him, we know at Kabbalah Satayra, all people that were sick were cured. And Rebbe Yashiv said he believes that that happens every single year on Shavuos. It wasn't a one-time event. He says he believes it's at the exact moment when we read the Aseris Adibris, when we relive Kabbalah Satayra, people have an unbelievable opportunity to tap in to that moment of refuah for the world. Amazing things happened on Shavuos in our history. Mr. Shem, we should be zaycheh this year. For those of you that will be in shul, at the moment when the Aseris Adibris is read, Rebbe Yashiv writes, Rebbe Yashiv is quoted as saying, that we have the opportunity to tap into what it was like at Kabbalah Satayra and merit amazing refuas. Let's use Shavuos to remind ourselves, to relive, to go back in time to what it was back then. Let's use all that we see from this week's parasha to infuse in us the ability to appreciate what does it mean to be a Ben Yisrael, Bas Yisrael. And let's, for those of us in Shul, let's use the Aseris Adibris as our time to think about all of the various people that are sick all the different sicknesses that are out there. Nebuch, there is no endless of sicknesses in Kalah Yisrael. Let's daven that we should be zaycheh to have a refuah shalema gemura, like it took place at Har Sinai. And we should all be zaycheh to get together and gather for a new form of Kabbalah, together as we greet Mashiach. And hey, be amen, we have a wonderful Shabbos and a wonderful Yom Tov.